I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Hey, it's episode 327, and I was scouring the list of players who have worn number 27 for the Rams and pretty slim pickings. Not a lot of interesting guys, and I settled on a guy who made his name elsewhere, did wear number 27 for the Rams, and that's Irv Cross. Now, some of you younger fans may not remember Irv Cross, but he was a defensive back out of Northwestern, drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles in 1961, named a two Pro Bowls, and then traded to the Rams. Played three years for the Rams, then back to the Eagles for one year, and then took a coaching gig with those Eagles. But but most NFL fans of a certain age will remember Irv Cross for the work he did in the broadcasting booth with Brent Musburger and Phyllis George. He became the face of CBS Sports on Sunday mornings before games, the first African-American broadcaster 
to take the national stage on television. A lot of people don't even realize he actually played for the Rams for three years. One of the more famous broadcasters back in the day, kind of a trailblazer in that respect. Sunday morning shows were not a thing before Irv Cross and Brent Musburger showed up. Kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of these guys that we see today. And personally, I'll take Irv Cross over a lot of these guys on Fox and CBS Sports. They don't really do much for me. But Irv Cross, defensive back for the Los Angeles Rams in the mid-60s, number 27. Getting to my game picks late once again. Last week I did really good 12 and 4. So I improved to 135 correct, 89 wrong. And by the time you hear this, three games will have already been played. I, of course, took the Rams over the Saints. That's a no-brainer. A no-brainer picking the Rams and a no-brainer knowing that I'm going to take the Rams regardless. I'd take the Rams if they were playing the 27 Yankees, actually. Saturday games, Bengals at the Steelers. Bengals favored on the road. Steelers, that's a tough place to play in Pittsburgh. Man, the quarterback situation across the NFL, man, pretty sad. But Jake Browning carrying the torch for Joe Burrow and doing a pretty good job of it. Steelers rolling with Mason Rudolph. And I'm picking the Bengals. And full disclosure, as I'm saying this, they are down 14 to nothing, but I'm not going to flip on you. That was going to be my pick, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, check that. 21 to nothing. We got the Bills at the Chargers. Bills favored by 13 and a half. Seriously? You know, I don't like this dumpster fire term applied to NFL franchises, but maybe that's what we have here in LA with the Chargers the quarterback situation, the coaching situation, the GM situation, and then the Bills starting to make their playoff push. They looked really good. They have looked really good for a couple weeks. Got to roll with the Bills. I'm not sure they're going to cover that 13 and a half, but they'll definitely win. The Colts at the Falcons, both teams in precarious situations. The Falcons more so than the Colts, I think. Indianapolis has very quietly went 5-1 and one over their last six games. A lot of takeaways. It's a road game. Oh, man, I hate taking the road team in what could be a very close game, but I got to take the Colts here. Seahawks at the Titans. You know, Seahawks getting a lot of love. It's really weird how fans and experts treat the Seahawks. They're always either giving them too much love or underrating them. Just depends on the season. Right now, they're getting way too much love, I think. Tennessee's a tough out at home. I think they're going to show up. Seahawks on the road is never a really good bet. I'll take the Titans, and maybe I'm picking with my heart here. A Titans win would be great for the Rams' playoff prospects. The Lions go on the road to play the Vikings, another game that's important to the Rams. Lions are the better team. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Vikings at this point. Nick Mullins, I guess? We really need the Lions to sweep the Vikings. They play each other two times over the next three weeks. I'm taking the Lions in this one. The Commanders at the Jets. Oh, this one could be really spicy. I'm kidding. Uh, this could be really bad television. Washington has lost five straight. The last one courtesy of the Rams. Jets actually favored here. Man, their defense is really good. And I think their defense is going to be good enough to seal the win here. Jets take that one at home. 
Packers at the Panthers. Packers, another team that gets a little more love than they deserve, I think. Young team. Packers defense has been really susceptible against the pass, but I don't think the Panthers have the weapons to to really make that a factor in this one. I'll take the Packers, a team that's barely alive for a playoff spot. Browns at the Texans. I don't know how the Browns get it done. Actually, I do. They have a very good defense, and they get just enough out of their quarterback. C.J. Stroud cannot go, though. Game with big playoff implications. I'll take the team with a better defense. Browns win a tight one. Jags at the Bucks. This is an interesting one. Bucks have been playing really well. Baker Mayfield stepping up his game, maybe earning a free agent contract somewhere in the NFL next year. Trevor Lawrence needs to clear concussion protocol to play in this game. If he does, the Jags win. If he doesn't, the Bucks win. How do you roll with this one? I think Trevor Lawrence will play, and I think the Jags will win. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cardinals at the Bears. This actually could be a really fun game. Kyler Murray and Justin Fields, kind of similar quarterbacks, right? Neither one of them as proficient in the pocket as you would hope at this point in their careers. Cardinals are the underdogs here on the road. You know, this game could go a million different ways. I guess I'll take the home team, the Bears. Cowboys at the Dolphins. Now, we all know the Cowboys have been really reeling on the road and just unbeatable at home. Really bad loss on the road at Buffalo last week. You know, I want to say this is a great offense against a great defense, but based on what the Cowboys did last week, you've given up over 200 yards rushing. I think the Dolphins are going to splice and dice this Cowboys defense, and it may not be that close. 
Patriots at the Broncos. Broncos favored by five and a half at home. Really good defense. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I just want to watch so I can see Sean Payton screaming at Russell Wilson some more. But Broncos will take this one. It just means too much of them. They can't afford a loss at home against an inferior team. You would think, right? So take the Broncos. Raiders at the Chiefs. Kansas City has really dominated Las Vegas over the last three years, and I think that'll continue. Giants at the Eagles. Eagles favored by 10.5. They got to get things right really quickly. They have a lot of issues, apparently some locker room issues, but I think the Giants are just what the doctor ordered and, and the Eagles win handily. Ravens at the 49ers. Yeah, I know, possible Super Bowl preview. Got to take the home team here. 49ers, by the way, are favored by five. That sounds a little much. Could be a really good game. Ravens have an extremely good defense, although the Rams had their way with them for the most part. San Francisco really struggled last week against a quarterback with legs, Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson could be just enough to keep this game close, but I think the 49ers win. There you have it, my Week 16 rands up straight-up picks for better or worse. I occasionally like to do my L.A. roundabout feature where I touch on all the other L.A. teams real briefly, the Angels, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, and so on. But I think the Los Angeles Dodgers have given us enough to talk about over the last few weeks just to dedicate a real short segment to them. Man, a lot going on over there. First, they sign Otani, the, the great angel-designated hitter and pitcher, $700 million, 10-year contract, and Otani deferred all but $20 million until the end of his career there so the Dodgers can go out and get some more talent, and that's exactly what they did. Get to that in a second. That contract for Otani, the largest in professional sports history. 29 years old, two-time AL MVP. Now, he has that arm issue, so next year he will strictly be designated hitter, potentially an outfielder, but man, put him in the middle of that Dodger lineup. Watch out. And he shows up at Rams games wearing number 17, so even more to like about Otani. And then the Dodgers go out and win the bidding war for Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the 25-year-old Japanese pitcher, 12-year deal for another $325 million, highest paid rookie in league history. The Dodgers also have to pay $50 million to the Oryx Buffaloes of the Nippon League for his rights. Yamamoto won the Sawamura Award three times. That's equivalent to their Cy Young Award, and he's also a three-time MVP. So Dodgers just spending tons of money. And, you know, as a Dodger fan, as an LA fan, gotta love it. I'm just not convinced this is really good for baseball overall. But, hey, let's roll with it and see how it goes. The balance of power in the National League West has really, well, just flipped more towards the Dodgers than ever before. I mean, they've been dominating this division for 10 years, and now this How do you think Giants and Padres and Diamondbacks fans are feeling about buying season tickets and such just so they can watch the Dodgers win the National League West by 10 games? Hey, maybe it won't happen, but man, they're looking awfully strong. So the Dodgers 2024 pitching staff, still some questions there. Remember, Otani will not be pitching. 
It'll basically be Yamamoto, Walker Bueller, Tyler Glasnow, who they brought over, and Bobby Miller. Dustin May could miss most of the 2024 season. They got some other guys that can fit in there. Clayton Kershaw's a free agent, and there are rumors that the Rangers are pursuing him. The Dodgers might not need Clayton Kershaw in 2025, but they could use him in 2024. So that's my rundown on the Dodgers. I'm no Dodger expert. Just trying to get caught up on the recent news around this team. Man, what a fun team. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani, and now this new young Japanese pitching phenom. And what about their lineup? Could potentially look something like this. Mookie Betts leading off. He is apparently going to be their full-time second baseman. Otani, the designated hitter. Freddie Freeman, left-handed hitting first baseman, batting third. Love that guy. Will Smith, right-handed hitting catcher. And one of the better hitting catchers in Major League Baseball. Batting fifth, Max Muncy, the third baseman. Batting sixth, James Altman playing center field. Seventh, Chris Taylor playing left field. Batting eighth, Jason Hayward right field. And remember, Gavin Lux comes back. He will be the Dodgers shortstop. Going to be a lot of fun at Dodger Stadium in 2024. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.